my dear friend, thank you for tuning in and welcome to Faith FM, the drive time program. Welcome to Big Q&A. This is the program where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion and the Bible. This is the program where we look at world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. You are listening to Pastor Fabiano here in South Australia in the Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church. And I'm currently ministering in two churches here in this beautiful city of Adelaide. And we've been having a wonderful weather here in South Australia. And we are thankful, despite of all the, uh, I guess, uh, difficulties of the times in which we are living uh, with this pandemic, we still have, uh, I guess, uh, you know, some wonderful things to look at in nature as well as well as all around us and still thank God. And so we have been enjoying the wonderful weather recently. And so here in South Australia, we are live and we are in the studios of Faith FM. And uh, I would like to just uh, inform those who might be, I guess, following our presentations for this week for the first time that we have been covering the theme un- uh, titled The Ecumenical Spirit in a post-biblical world. Let me repeat that once again because this title is full of big words. The theme for this week has been the ecumenical spirit in a post-biblical world. However, for today, our topic is, if I may just get this right here. All right, here it is. It says, are there biblical limits on unity in diversity? Now, these are big words. This is a big topic. Are there biblical limits on unity in diversity? Dear friends, I am happy to be able to spend the next hour with you as we wrestle with some of these uh, uh, topics, you know, as we wrestle and uh, with these um, concepts and as we look at what the Bible has to say regarding uh, unity and what the Bible has to say uh, regarding um, uh, the Christian church, especially through our history uh, on this idea of unity. But before we go any further, I'd just like to uh, remind those who might be listening that uh, we can actually be we can actually interact and we would like to know where you're listening from. We would like to, uh, uh, hear from you. And if you've got any questions, uh, any, uh, anything you'd like to share, please do, uh, you know, send us a message on 04888-80811. Please do so. We would like to hear from you. And, you know, from time to time, we actually get, uh, a lot of people, uh, encouraging us from time to time. And it's good to, uh, be able to hear from you. Now, we may not respond to all the questions, but we will definitely, uh, be, be, uh, Getting in touch. And so friends, I would just like to just before we introduce our co-host for today, we would like to just look at what's happening all around the world. We would like to, uh, I guess highlight something that most people may not be aware of. Notice, uh, here's a, a subtitle, a heading, uh, from, um, NBCnews.com. And it says, cancel culture censorship can be most dangerous for those who promote social justice. Now, on that very topic of um, cancel culture, let me bring to your 
um, to your attention something that um, that I found in uh, one of those uh, uh, websites that I usually go to when I want to know what's happening all around, ChristianHeadlines.com. Yeah, I found this to be quite fascinating. It says here, um, after banning the pro-life ads, Google continued to allow pro-choice ads for the abortion pill to run on its platform. The company's action sparked frustration throughout the pro-life community, including from members of Congress. A few lines down, it says, once again, big tech is silencing and censoring, there is that word again, the pro-life movement, tweeted uh, U.S. Uh, Senator Steve Daines. Now, and obviously, others are saying this is unacceptable. Uh, and so there's a lot happening, my friends, uh, especially in the world where now our freedom of speech and expression is being challenged. But there is this thing called censorship. Now, censorship uh, online, it is when uh, certain materials are removed uh, from uh, from the public uh, simply because uh, someone has deemed them to be, uh, I guess, not worthy of being public. Now, obviously, there are uh, there are many questions which needs to be asked. Asked, and you know, who determines what is right and what to share and what who did you know? It's 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 a, it's a little bit messy at the moment, but. Hey, that is what's happening around the world at the moment. So what I'm highlighting, therefore, is this. We are living in a very interesting time in history because we are seeing rapid changes. Now, what does the Bible has to say about that? Well, the Bible has a lot to say about the end times and the things that will happen in the last days in that there will be political upheavals, there will be social unrest, there will be all kinds of things happening. But Jesus says, be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. And so we are not to be, um, we are not to lose heart, but we are still uh, required to look at the signs uh, uh, uh you know, around us, so we may know that we are getting closer and closer to the end of time. And that is an opportunity for you, my friend, and for me to prepare to welcome our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And so that, I just found, I just found that to be quite interesting. But before maybe I bring in our co-host for today for some comments, for those who are listening for the first time, uh, Pastor Hugh Heenan, uh, has, um, stepped on to, um, you know, to, 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 to share with us for, uh, the next few weeks on a number of topics. Um, and, uh, Helen, who has, uh, who had been co-hosting with me, she's unwell, but our prayers go out to her. So, Pastor Hinnan, how are you? Oh, yes, I'm, I'm doing a lot better than what I was last week. <laughs> exactly. Um, you know, I've still got a little bit of the, you know, uh, the lurgy in terms of its, uh, you know, resistance and right. continuance, but basically I'm, I'm a lot better. Yeah. But yeah, big shoes to fill today with, uh, obviously <laughs> Helen uh, being off the air and our thoughts yeah. and prayers are very much with our sister Helen. Ah, uh, well, I believe that, uh, you know, um, she's praying for this program right now. Yeah. She's, uh, she's very active, uh, mm. in our conference. You know, she's, she's been on the Sabbath school panel. It's wonderful. But I also believe that you bring some wisdom and some, uh, you know, some something to to share to share with those uh, uh, who are listening in. Maybe you know uh, from different walks of life uh, who have never uh, heard um, of Jesus or the gospel, who have never maybe been exposed to the to the truth, uh, um, or maybe those who might just be searching, those who might have just 
turn the dial and, and there it is so we want to thank those who are following and listening truly we are thankful but uh, you know there's a lot happening I don't know uh, if uh, you've ever heard of this word censorship Pastor Hugh <laughs> <laughs> censorship yes that's right. um, uh, it's interesting uh, the whole uh, idea of censorship isn't it because mm. with censorship um, who is the censor and who is being censored that's right and at any yeah. given moment in, in uh, society uh, it, it, the shoe's going to be on one foot or on the other um, I think uh, this might be a very controversial view but I think in some arenas within our society we, yeah. we certainly have lost sight of you know, some, some good solid principles uh, upon which censorship can be built mm-hmm. in terms of you know, what's appropriate to age, what's appropriate uh, in terms of violence or inciting violence against others and, right. and some of those boundaries seem to have been blurred particularly in the entertainment industry mm. um, but I, I do think that um, in, in a broader sense sense that when yeah. it comes to freedom of speech, of conscience, of thought, and of belief, um, this is a very contested area right now, and <laughs> rightly right. so, because you know these are the foundational core um, uh, human rights upon mm. which um, human life and society and agreement and cooperation between each other That's is right. built. That's yeah. right. So, so really... Um, we, we are living in quite interesting times. And, uh, you know, every time I turn on the news, I'll scroll on my news uh, outlet app that I have there. Yeah, I'm interested just to see the morale, you know, that mm. is, that is around, uh, around us now. And, um, you know, some of the thought patterns yes. and, and some of the actions that have been taken is, yeah, it's, it's, it's very different. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it, you can almost feel that the atmosphere is changing. Uh, and so, but, uh, these are the signs of the times. Uh, they must come. <laughs> Otherwise, <laughs> you know, we would have questions regarding what the Bible predicted. Um, but, um, yeah, interesting, isn't it? It yeah, is. And I think, yeah. I think a lot of what you're describing there, Fabiano, is, is in relationship to, um, the, the great tension that we see with regards to, um, you know, wanting to see, um, the social fabric, that mm. social contract hold That's right. uh, together. And yet at the same time seeing it fray and, yeah. and begin to, uh, looks like it's going to be torn asunder at different points in time. And, and, and none of us necessarily wants to see that. Uh, of course, we want to see harmony. Yeah. We want to see unity. And ironically, I think yeah, it's interesting you should choose uh, <laughs> to open in this way because it fits quite neatly with, I think, where we're going today when we that's talk right. about unity, when we talk about diversity. That's right. That's right. Well, to that end, in fact, let us begin with a word of prayer. Mm. Uh, and, uh, and then after that, uh, we will actually... Uh, take a short break and then we'll come back and actually look at what the Bible has to say on this very topic of unity and in diversity. Um, but let us pray. Our Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for this day. We want to thank you for life and we want to thank you for uh, the freedoms that we enjoy. We also want to thank you for life, um, yes, life <laughs> as well as uh, many uh, privileges and opportunities that we have. Uh, we recognize that uh, we are living in a privileged uh, society. Uh, but uh, sadly, there's a lot of things that are that are happening around us that um, uh, either people from either camps uh, are feeling a little bit uh, um, uh, uneasy. But uh, we pray that first and foremost that you may give us that peace that separates us all understanding, Father. And we pray that you may also help us to keep our eyes focused on Jesus, who is our Savior. And Father, we pray that as we study together from Scripture on this very interesting topic of unity in diversity, um, help us, Father, to understand this from the lenses of Scripture, because we believe that your word is truth, and it is the light 
unto our path. And so, Father, we want to ask that you may fill us with your Holy Spirit. Uh, we, we, we pray, um, that uh, you lead and guide in this discussion as well. Be with Pastor Hugh, be with myself and give Pastor Hugh some clarity and, 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 and help him as he shares with us, uh, on this uh, interesting topic. And so we pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 And so, dear friends, we've got quite an interesting topic, uh, unity in diversity, but the title is, Are There Biblical Limits on Unity in Diversity? Now, you might have some thoughts. You might have something you'd like to share with us. Um, if you could just once again, uh, touch base with us on 04888. 80811. Let us hear what your thoughts are, uh, on this idea of unity, uh, whether it be, uh, in the political world or even in the religious world, because I, I think in every denomination, there's always going to be some kind of tensions here and there. You know, we're humans. Sometimes we may not agree on, on certain things, but what are your thoughts on this idea of unity in diversity? Is it possible or should we aim for uniformity? Uh, it will be quite interesting to hear what your thoughts are. But um, let me just uh, once again uh, inform those who are tuning in for the first time that uh, you can actually go to www.faithfm.com.au and you follow uh, or at least be able to uh, download and listen uh, to the previous presentations. Uh, and uh, and also, if you are in an area where you don't have good coverage, hey, you may want to get an app, but which is available both for Android and uh, uh, and Apple, uh, um, the iOS. Um, this is the Faith FM app, and you'll be able to follow us uh, there as well. So let us take a short break, and then immediately after that, we will be right back. Blessings. This program is made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio. The church is one foundation, is Jesus Christ her Lord. She is His new creation. By water and the word From heaven he came and sought her To be his holy bride With his own blood he bought her And for her life he Joy. 
Listening to Faith FM Drive Time, big QA with Pastor Fabiano and our co-host today is Pastor Hugh Hinnan. Uh Pastor Hugh is a dedicated student of the Bible. He's a minister here in South Australia. Um and uh you know, we would like to encourage as much as as you are able to uh visit him, visit his church, uh uh there in uh, Mawson Lakes, uh or even in um Trinity Gardens, isn't it? Uh, just, you know, go on Google and search for Seventh-day Adventist Church. Or if it happens to be very far, hey, there might be other Seventh-day Adventist churches in, you know, not far from you as well. We would like to connect with you. Come and say hi. Uh, let us put uh, face to, uh, you know, to those who are listening to us from week to week. It'll be really nice to, uh, to be able to connect. Uh, we want to be able to, uh, move beyond these, uh, these are uh, instruments that uh, that uh, we we are sitting in front of. But hey, once again, thank you for tuning in. Our theme for this week has been the ecumenical spirit in a post-biblical world. But the question for today is, are there biblical limits on unity and diversity? But what a great song we just heard. Christ, the foundation of the church. And if Christ is the head of the body, as the Bible says, hey, I think there's a lot we can learn from that. But, uh, you know, without further ado, I'd just like to remind those who are also listening that we've got a wonderful book titled End Time Living. Now, why is this such an important book? It is because we are living in a world that is changing so rapidly and there's a lot that is happening and the Bible predicted that so, such things will happen in the last days. So how should we live our lives? 
you know, the past is still there with us and there's a lot we can learn from that. And, um, and the choices that we make today may bring some consequences in the future. Uh, so how should we live today? And so we can actually better prepare for the future. That is why this book is so important. End time living. Uh, so if you're interested, uh, the, you just need to remember that number once again, 04888 Uh, and just send, you, uh, you know, this word or code word to that number, which is SA16. Uh, and then our Faith FM bot will reply asking for your details. And obviously, you know, everything will be taken care of, um, uh, that way. So the number is, Zero four triple eight eight oh eight eleven and the code word which you need to text to us is uh SA sixteen. That is SA for South Australia and sixteen. So once again, let us come now to Pastor Hugh and uh just you know discuss on this interesting topic. Are there biblical limits on unity in diversity? But before we get there, I would like to just kind of step back and just, you know, discuss briefly on this idea of ecumenism. Because um, we are living in a world where a lot of religious groups and organizations are seeking to bring some kind of unity. Um, you know, and they believe that, uh, you know, by going, by going in this direction, we may have, uh, I guess, uh, um, we may bring about peace, understand each other, and, and, and maybe better serve the world. That is, I guess, uh, I'm assuming the ideology behind this. But there is this word, uh, ecumenical, or ecumenism. And, you know, if you haven't heard what that is all about, it, it's pretty much this idea that uh, different faiths and religious groups want to come together. And so <laughs> the question is... Um, yeah, what are your thoughts <laughs> on this idea of uh, ecumenism? Uh, yeah, let me leave it broad that way. Right. Let me yes. hear your thoughts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yeah, thanks, Fabiano. It's a very big topic. Isn't it, it is. It, it is. is. Yeah. Um, ecumenicism yeah. is, is something which, um, in, in the most positive light that one might look at it, is, yeah. is a very noble goal, isn't mm. it? Wouldn't you mm. think? That's right. Certainly for the person on the street, we would think to ourselves, well, yeah, isn't that what life is all about? To, yeah. to yeah. respect each other's differences, but at the same time seek to live beyond them and live in unity with That's each right. other yeah. uh, and to build each other up and, and maybe even to, one day let all those differences go mm. and and to uh, be united fully and yeah. wholly and completely right. uh, and you would think that, and I think um, there are those who might look at uh, the fact that there are many different uh, Christian churches and, and denominations who might yeah. suggest, well, why is that the case? Uh, shouldn't they all be one church? That's and, right. And really, in the eyes of God, uh, let's be upfront and let's say that that, that is God's ideal, and that, that God, um, when He looks out, He looks at His children yeah. and He looks at um, all believers. That's right. Uh, and so, in a very real sense. There is one church that is in God, one faith, one God, one baptism. That's right. Um, and yet at the same time, uh, there is room in this world in which we live uh, to acknowledge that you know, we, we don't always see everything clearly. That's right. And, uh, and, and there will be differences. That's right. Uh, and, and sometimes for very good reason. Mm. 
Uh, and we're going to explore what some of those very good reasons are. But I think before we do that, I think yeah. it's incumbent upon us to, to seek to see from God's perspective from Genesis all the way through to Revelation. That's right. And we won't cover all 66 books today, of course. That's right. But, but in broad strokes, how that God does desire for there to be unity. That's right. That's yes. right. And, um, there's a, there's another word actually that is usually thrown around, uh, in this discussion of, um, Ecumenicism, um, this idea of, uh, I think it's called pluralism. You know, the fact yes. that, you know, mm. some people believe that all roads lead to Rome, you know, <laughs> regardless whether you're a Buddhist or you're a Christian, you know, we are all heading in the same direction. Um, now, obviously, there's a little bit of a, uh, of an uneasiness, <laughs> I guess, among some uh, Christian groups and because, because of, I guess of the doctrinal beliefs and the 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 biblical uh, teachings on some of the things, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I guess that that can make it very difficult when, when, even though that is, I mean, that's a noble goal in one sense, but but there's. There are certain things then that become very difficult, you know, for some Christian groups, isn't it? Well, yes, this is very true, Fabiano. And, and yeah. really what we're looking at here is, um, in, in broad strokes, we're looking at, you know, the world religious trends that we see in front of us and yeah. that we're experiencing today. And uh, uh, this is something I think it's really important for us to explore in the coming weeks, perhaps. Yeah. But uh, uh, there is this strong ecumenical spirit that's mm. alive and well today yeah. um, that, uh, however, is taking place in oft times a biblical vacuum Mm -hmm. that is taking place in in a post-biblical and some would say post-Christian setting, uh, particularly in the Western world. Mm -hmm. Uh, And and, and when when you try to unite Mm. without any moorings or any anchor points, then, of course, the question has to be asked, what are you uniting around? Mm. And I think that's a really important question for us to ask. That's right. Um, And so for us as Christians, uh, for us as those who... Um, certainly, I mean, that's true of you, it's true of me, true of many of our listeners. That's that, right. Um, that we acknowledge that, you know, there is a God who cares about us and loves us. Uh, on what basis do we unite together? On, on what basis can unity be built? Mm. And, and so, um, biblically speaking, you know, the question that, that you've asked uh, today, essentially, uh, just uh, asking it again, are there biblical limits on unity in diversity? And that, that question, First and foremost asks us really, is there such a thing biblically as unity in diversity? diversity. Mm. And then from there, are there biblical limits to that? So let's first, I think, unpack, you know, is there unity in diversity, biblically speaking? And I think we can emphatically say yes. Yes. And and the reason for that is because um, really even from the very beginning, uh, we see that at creation, when God created the world, Uh uh, that we see he created all things. Right. um, And and uh, when it came time to um, create botanical life, you know, the trees and the bushes and so on and the grass and yeah. such and all green things, uh, the Bible tells us in Genesis that they sprung from the earth. That's right. And then when it comes time to talk about about uh, the creatures of the earth, the yes. land animals, yes. uh, we're told that God spoke them into, into being. But That's later right. in Genesis, we're also told that they were made from the dust of the earth. That's so right. again, we see uh, they, they came from the earth. Yes. So there's unity, in a sense, between all forms of life mm. upon the earth. Mm. Uh, we see that also with human beings. That's you know, right. That God created man from the dust of the earth and breathed into him the, the spirit of life or, right. or God's breath That's Life, right. uh, and and this is something which is also uh, affirmed with regards to uh, 
animals or, or, mm. or other creatures that they also possess. All living things yes. uh, possess the breath of life, you know, yeah. every living creature. Um, and, and so, therefore, uh, there is this unity in creation and yet an incredible array of diversity within yes. creation as well, you know, with all the color and the, the shapes and, and, the, uh, and, and the way that uh, each creature lives in its various different habits, uh, habitations yes. Yes. and so on. There's this amazing array of diversity, and right. yet there is that unity as well. Yeah. Um, and, and then when we look at human beings, <clears throat> you know, we, we drill down to our own experience. Oh, yes. Uh, we see that, uh, um, uh, that, uh, Male and female. Yeah. You know? Um, I was actually thinking about that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you, you, maybe you know where I'm going to go on that one because as, 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 uh, as men, uh, one of right. our favorite topics is, is our wives. Yes. Right? Yes. Um, hopefully. That's right. Uh, yes. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. and so, yeah. uh, you know, God said in the beginning that, yes. you know, male and female, That's they right. became something. That's right. What would you say to that? They became husband? one. That's right. They became one. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And one so flesh. <laughs> in, in some sense, yeah, from the male perspective, looking at the female and the female looking at the male, we that's think, right. Now, where did you come from again? Because we seem so different in so <laughs> many different that's ways. Right, that's and right. yet, you know, the male and the female, mm. um, you know, they, they became husband and wife. That's right. And they became one flesh. That's right. And so, again, we see this beautiful uh, picture of unity in, in diversity. diversity. Wow. Yes, yes. That, is, that is amazing. Especially, you know, seeing that from the very beginning, you know, even before the world fell into sin that uh, that there was already you know unity and diversity i guess we could even go back even god the bible present god as a uh, you know a a, a, a triune uh, unit, mm, isn't it? Mm. Uh, so that's quite interesting when you when you think about it actually. So so unity and diversity is not a strange thing. No. It's it's actually um a reality, and, yes, and it's a, it's a beautiful thing actually because there's harmony because we see that uh, in creation as well. <laughs> we wow, do. that's quite amazing. Mm. It is, mm. yeah. yeah. And then of course later on we see how that that humanity um, has has really become very diverse over yeah. time, yeah. Um, and, and that too would appear to be part of God's plan because right. um, you know, we look at all the different ethnicities, we look that's at the right. different cultures and right. and and, and uh, nationalities, we look at the different different colors and and facial appearances and. <laughs> Shapes, that's right. right? That's right. You, that's you can right. go to a certain country somewhere, yes, yes. and and you can look at a certain person, and you can know, yes, in some instances at least, <laughs> which county or which province or which city even maybe that's that right. person comes that's from. Right. That's yes. quite interesting. It's yeah. very quite interesting. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then there's the intonation yeah. of the voice and all these yes, sorts of things. Yes, so there's yes. an amazing array of diversity in unity just mm. within us as human beings as mm. well. Mm. And it's something to celebrate. It's something to yeah. rejoice in as well. That's that, right. that we've been created in this way. In, yeah. and, and it's a beautiful thing. That's the right. Bible tells us in yes. actual fact, mm-hmm. it says um, in Acts chapter 17 and verse 26, uh, it says that as Paul was preaching to the Athenian philosophers there, you remember at uh, the Areopagus or Mars oh, yes. Hill there in Athens, yeah. um, it says, he said to them, from one man, God made every nation of yes. the human race that they mm. should inhabit the whole earth. And so, wow. you know, I'm looking across the, the, the studio desk right now, <laughs> and I am looking at a fellow a sibling, a fellow That's right. brother, That's right. That's right. Um, and, and fellow child of God. Because yeah. when, I, when I look across this table, uh, I see someone who's of the same, one and the same race. Race that mm, has been made mm. from God. It's not a. We're not running to win this race. We're <laughs> in this right. race together. together. That's yeah. right. That's and, right. And yet, at the same time, one of us is called Nyankuru, 
And one of us is called Heenan. That's right. Yeah. And and so one of us is, have I got this right, Burundian? Yes, that's right. That's right. And one of us is Irish. That's right. In in ethnicity and and legacy. And yet we are one. That's right. But we are diverse. And it's a beautiful thing. That is a beautiful thing. And you know, it also reminds me of an artist, you know, if he just painted a a canvas with one color. (laughs) <laughs> in in one direction it will not be as interesting as if you know that artist you know took different colors and and just created an artwork mm. uh, and and I th- and I think of God in that sense as well in that he created something that is beautiful something that is not boring something that would involve <laughs> different colors and different elements you know and definitions and and and, and things like that just to um yeah because God once again is uh, that's who he is. He is, yes. uh, he's a lovely God in that, uh, in himself, there's a lot we can learn mm. and, and appreciate as well. And so that, that's fascinating. And we don't all have the complete picture. That's right. You know, that's we can right. learn from each other in that regard. Yes. And, yes. and so there's so many different tastes and textures and sounds and, 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 and colors, yes. um, in terms of the things that we enjoy. Mm. Uh, and, you know, I've learned over the years that you don't have to just eat porridge and wheat bix for breakfast. <laughs> you can eat what my wife loves to eat. You can eat some, some, uh, rice soup. Right. You know, you can yes, eat a, lo- yes, eat a lovely yes. curry, yes, maybe. Yes, and, yes. And, and so, you know, there's, That's quite there's so many ways to enjoy this beautiful life that God has given to us. So there is unity yeah. in diversity. In we diversity. all love to eat. Yes. We all love to speak. Well, yes. and some of us like maybe even to listen. Yeah. Um, but, but, uh, we all, yes. uh, share these things in common. That's right. And they're different. Yeah. And, and before we go to the Bible, um, to the break, we want to go to the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. What are some other stories or Bible texts that highlight this point? Uh, because I, I'm, I'm thinking some, some listeners, you know, might be thinking, but, you know, I want to hear more. Uh, is there yes, any other absolutely. story or text at least that you could share uh, before we even come to the oh, break? There's just so, to highlight this point once so again. So many, Fabiana, so yeah. many. Uh, let's, here, here's another one. Okay. Um, you know, we can really praise God for the vast diversity of creation and fulfilling the promise that he gave, you know, right back to Abraham to bless all the nations through yes. him, right? Mm. Well, ultimately that mm. promise was fulfilled in Christ. Wow. And so yes. uh, we're not just... Um, Creatures of the same creator We are also brothers and sisters uh, Much loved by the same Redeemer and recreator And and so we see that with Jesus You Uh know we've all been included in him That's right When we come all the way to the end of the Bible To Revelation we read this Uh, In Revelation um, uh, You'll see in Revelation 5 You'll see in Revelation 7 You'll Mm. see in Revelation 14 Um, For example uh, I looked Says John, and there before me was a great multitude that no one could count from every nation, tribe, people, and language standing before the throne. And before the Lamb, that's taken from Revelation seven, and, wow. and so oh, isn't that a beautiful thing? That, that is amazing. That we are all yeah, united. Yeah, that's We're right. so that's different right. and diverse, and and mm. and uh, and yet we are united together yes. in Christ, in that's the right. Lamb of God. That's right. Yes. I'm even reminded of the you know in terms of ideologies. Or um, there were even instances where Paul and Barnabas may, you know, could not agree on a certain point, but yet they still were working for the Lord, isn't it? Mm. And and <laughs> it's quite amazing. But definitely, that's 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 fascinating. Can I, can to see. I just say one one little thing on that? Yeah. And that is, everyone has a different experience, and I just want to acknowledge that. Yes, but it just yes. occurred to me that when, when I think back on my own experience. Um, 
in terms of multiculturalism and in yeah. terms of um, there being this unity and diversity we see within societies more prevalently today yes, yes. Than, than perhaps before with more homogenous societies, you know, each yeah. one staying in their own part of the globe. <laughs> um, the first place I saw this uh-huh. here in Australia was the church. Wonderful. And yeah. so when I first came to Christ many yes. years ago, yes. um, if I wanted to see diversity oh, yeah. of ethnicity and background and, 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 and um, uh, in terms of different walks of life and education, whatever else. Yes, yes. I would make a beeline to the church, brother, because that's, <laughs> that's, that's right. where you would that's find right. it. Yeah. Yes, and so yes. I'd be standing next to and talking and conversing with someone from Egypt, another person from, you know, Brazil and whatever else. Yes. And it would be all that church at a point in time where most of the people I'd be going to school with would that's look right. much like myself. Mm. But I wouldn't, I, I would see diversity and unity in the church. That's, Wonderful. that's, it was God's idea. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Hey, that, is, that was amazing. And uh, if you're listening, we are thankful. That uh, that uh, that you have tuned in live, truly, uh, we're here because of you. Because we want to share, and uh, we will also like to hear from you. You know, we 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 will be happy to know that hey, there's someone at the end of this line who's actually listening. So if you do not mind, hey, you can shout out to us and say hi and let us know where you're listening from. If you could just text to zero four triple eight eight zero eight eleven. That is the number for the South Australian uh, Faith FM studio, the Drive Time Program. That is 0488-80811. Now, friend, once again, we've got a free giveaway. Considering that we are living in difficult and challenging times, and many people are wondering where does the future lead and uh, is there certainty uh, for the future now we would like to offer you a book titled end time living by a well-known author mark finley this is a book that helps us understand how to live in these difficult times uh, and in fact uh, in, on this very book uh, we are given the for the following um uh Points of which uh, are covered in this book, which I think you'd find to be quite uh, fascinating. Notice, the past is still with us, and that's true. All of us live with the consequences of the choices we make uh, um, or we may have made even in the past. What choices are you making today? How do you want to live your life in the future? He guides us and he helps us to understand how we should be living today. And so, friends, if you are interested in this book, a wonderful book, I highly recommend that uh, you send us this code word to the same number. And the code word is SA16. That is SA for South Australia and number 16. If you haven't, uh, I guess, uh, managed to write the number down, it is 048888811. So where are you listening from? And what are your thoughts on this idea of unity and diversity? How have you seen it play out in your own life, in your family, in your workplace? I'm pretty sure there's a lot you can share there. But let us come to a break and we'll be right back and we'll be listening to Rochester's Ask for Me and My House, a beautiful harmony. Uh, in fact, it is an a cappella, I believe. So uh, listening, uh, listen to this and please do stay with us and we'll be right back. We stand here together As a family we join hands together Lifting praises to the Father above For sending His Son We've chosen together 
as a family to serve him forever knowing nothing else will matter in time we've made up our minds through the heat of the day we will join in the fight Till he takes us away Till our faith becomes sight As for me and my house We will serve the Lord We will serve him We will serve him We will serve him for he is worthy serve him we will serve him we will serve him for he is worthy choose you this day tell me who will you serve let nothing stand in your way give the praise he deserves as for me and my house we will serve the lord as for me and my house we will serve as I'm Bradley, a producer here at Faith FM. You've probably heard my voice before in ads on programs like Why I Believe, answering the phone in program intros, you name it. I'm often the fill in the gaps guy here at Faith FM. You know, I've been really blessed to see how God has used Faith FM to fill the gaps in the lives of people around Australia. And I'd like to invite you to support your station in sharing the gospel. Whatever you can share with us makes a huge difference in enabling us to reach more people with better content every single day. You can go to faithfm.com.au forward slash donate or call us on 1-800-FAITH-FM to see how you can make a difference. Hey, welcome back. You are listening to Faith FM Drive Time. Big Q&A here in the studio. I have my good friend and co-host, Pastor Hugh Hinnan, and myself, Pastor Fabiano here. Um, just, I guess, uh, what, what should I say? Just uh, leading the program, but really, I'm enjoying the time that uh, that I'm spending with Pastor Hugh as we study together and as we uh, uh, discuss on this very important topic. The theme for this week has been the ecumenical spirit in a post-biblical world, but the topic is, are there biblical limits on unity in diversity? Now, friends, let me ask this following question. What is true unity built 
upon. Pastor Yu, what are your thoughts? Oh, I love your question, Fabian. <laughs> it's a great way to begin this this part of Wonderful. the program. I think. Mm. Um, yeah, and by the way, it's very much mutual. Yes. Um, yeah, I really enjoy these times that we spend together on air. Praise God. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know what? Yeah. I think that when it comes to um, uh, to what is true unity built upon, uh, well, we must always acknowledge that you know this unity that we share in that is and unity and diversity that the Bible yeah. speaks of. It's it's spoken of in various ways mm. in the New Testament, for example. It's spoken of as a, like a vine. Yes. We're all branches in a vine. It's spoken of as being a temple or a house, and we are like precious living stones yeah. uh, that are being built up into to form this this house of God. That's right. Um, uh, likewise, also that we're all members of one body, each one playing our different part, each one having different distinct giftings or spiritual giftings uh, uh, that we bring that that blesses, brings honor to God, and blesses each other and blesses our community in our city. Yeah. Um, but um, what is really interesting about all of this is that they are built upon something. Amen. Because when you look at the the, the branches in the vine, the vine is Jesus. Jesus right. himself said, I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. And apart from me, mm. you can do nothing. In other words, with me, you can do all things. But without me, nothing much is going to happen. There's not going to be a whole lot of fruit in this Christian life. And That's so, right. And so, yes, there are many different kinds of branches, but we are all united in the vine yeah. of Jesus Christ. Likewise, right. you know, with the living stones, we're built upon the cornerstone. Amen. That is Jesus. Jesus Christ. That's right. Um, and, and by which, you know, the whole house is built upon and, and, and mm. rises up. Mm. And, and likewise, um, as, as one people, um, we are also one body with That's Christ right. as the head of the, the head. body. Yeah. Uh, and indeed, he is, um, uh, it all holds together in him. That's you know, right. We, we, That's we right. are all gifted by one and the same spirit, mm. the various giftings we have. That's right. And we, we all acknowledge the one and the same Lord, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, and so you find this all the way through the New Testament. That's right. That, yes, there's unity and diversity, but it's all built upon that, that solid anchor point That's right. of, of Jesus Christ. And so I think it's the most important thing we could say right here is that, yeah. yes, Biblical um, uh, diversity and unity has biblical limits mm, and a biblical mm, anchor. And yeah. it must be anchored in, it must be founded upon Jesus and what Jesus yeah. has to say. That's right. If I may interrupt you just a little yeah, bit. Absolutely. I guess that's um, what uh, uh, one of the um, one of the listener has, I guess, alluded to. Uh, uh, I just mentioned just the last name, uh, Carl. I believe that's how it's pronounced. Uh, saying that uh, sometimes even within our denominations, we may struggle because we may have a different, I guess, way of, I guess, interpreting certain <coughs> portions of scripture. Uh, but, but, but you see, when we are, when we are open to the interpretation that the Holy Spirit brings from His Word, and uh, and we hold that truth and we receive that truth then obviously there can be unity there but obviously if we disagree on certain points there can be disunity and, and, and uh, i guess in the sense that uh in the sense that we may not uh i guess approach things the same or even i guess sometimes in history you know different groups ended up taking different paths and for those who are not, uh, I guess, uh, uh, who might who might not understand much of the Christian history, that has happened in the past. And and but 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 at the end of the day, from what I'm hearing, so long as we are following Christ, so long as Christ is the head, and 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 the one of which you know we build upon and His truth, mm-hmm. then there will be unity. 
though there may also still be diversity like that that that, that which was seen amongst the disciples as well isn't it Yes, yeah. well, I guess it's a bit like, um, if we'd put it this way, Fabiano, um, uh-huh. uh, we're both here in the studio together and, yeah. and we're, we're looking at, let's say, you know, the, the computer over here, you know, um, it has all the, the radio information on it. <laughs> and so when we look at that, yeah. um, that's, that's the, the object that we're looking at. That's right. right? Um, the object hasn't changed. Still the same. You have a different perspective because you're over there. And I have a different perspective because I'm, I'm over seeing the here. Screen. <laughs> but we're, all, we're both looking at the same object. That's right. It hasn't changed. That's right. And Jesus hasn't changed. Amen. He's the same yesterday, Amen. today, and forever. Amen. That's and right. And his word hasn't changed either. He still yes. feels the same way about us. And his objective truth, mm. as, as subjectively as we may feel about it in different ways, That's right. his objective truth still yes. remains, remains the same. Remains the same. And, That's and in right. fact, this is another basis upon which we are united. True unity, true biblical unity yes. is united in the scriptures. Mm. Um, you know, that prayer that Jesus prayed in the garden yeah. when he prayed for all believers and that they may be one. That's right. Well, you know, part of that prayer was also he was saying, you know, because he gave um, to us the yes. words that the Father had given to him <clears throat> and they have accepted, we've accepted them. That's right. Um, we've known with certainty that, that he came from the Father and we believe because um, uh, because the Father sent him. Yeah. Um, and so right. we've received the word from, from Jesus from and Jesus. we believe right. those words. Um, and furthermore, in verse 14 of chapter John 17, he says, mm. I have given them your word. Yes. Um, and in verse 17, he says, sanctify them by the truth. Yes. Your, your word, word is truth. It's truth. That's right? true. So, so in other words, we are sanctified. We're made holy. We're set apart and special. We become one people. Yes. We become unified as one. Mm. Uh, once we were not a people, now we are a people. Yes. Now we're a chosen nation from all the different nations, tribes, languages, and people across the face of the earth. Yes. All because we share this one and the same, uh, the Lord Jesus Christ, yeah. and this word which transforms and renews our mind, mm. and that is the basis upon which true unity is built, is it's the built. word right. of God, the objective word of God. Amen. That doesn't Amen. change. Yes, there's going to be different perspectives That's at right. different times, That's right. but there are certain uh, objective, yes. uh, unchanging truths That's right. that we can all gather around and agree upon. That's I'll give right. you an example of that. Uh-huh. So when you come to the New Testament a bit further on, yes. uh, you see how that when Paul took this message to the world yes. as one of Christ's disciples That's you know, right. after the time, so to speak, That's right. he, he met a certain people at Berea. Yeah, and you remember the story of the Bereans, yes, right? Yes, that's right, uh, Pastor Fabiano. What set apart the Bereans? Uh, well, Paul says, well, actually, Doctor Luke, <laughs> writing, uh, he recalls that uh, they uh, were more favorable simply because they went back and checked to see whether what they were being taught was exactly uh, uh, according to scriptures. So they didn't mm. want to just hear and 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 have their ears tinkled. They wanted to know for certainty, is this the truth <laughs> as it is in God's word? Yeah. Very true. Yeah. And so it, even though they had an apostle, a super apostle, you could say, in that's front right. of them, that's right. they still want to examine to see if these things were so mm. by the word of God. That's right. And if it wasn't, then they, they would say, well, it, we can't unite around this. Mm. Um, this is not solid ground. That's right. Uh, and so that's really important. In fact, the that's prophet amazing. Isaiah says yes. in Isaiah 8 verse 20, mm-hmm. um, he says um, that uh, if anyone does not speak according to this word, that's right. they have no light of dawn that's in right. them. Wow. A- and so um, if we're trying to build unity around anything else other than the word of God, uh, his eternal word, uh, then it, it's going to not be a solid anchor point because it's going to shift and move about like shifting sands. Mm. Yeah, it's going to change mm. from one generation mm. to the next. That's right. But but uh, <laughs> so this is where his word is yes. is the foundation of true unity. So That's this, let's be unified in um, as as Christians. Let's That's be right. Unified as right. as um, 
those much loved by God and created by him. But let's do so around those things we can truly rely upon, that is Christ and his word. Amen, amen. And in fact, at the end of the day, as believers, Christ is everything to us. His word is, um, what should I say? It's pretty much our GPS. (laughs) It is our our bread, you know, as Mm. Jesus said. It is everything to us and and uh, hence the psalmist says in 119 that uh, your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path and so really uh, if we do not want to be in darkness or if we do not want to have disunity hey, we're going to come back to God's word mm. and say what does God's word say and if that's what he says then that's what we go with so that's that's quite amazing it yeah, is it yeah. is uh, something that we probably should add to that yes. is that yes people have um, different views of, of God's word that yes. is true Yes. But it's like what we were saying before. Different yes. perspectives doesn't change the object. Mm. And and so it's important for us, I think, to <clears throat> to really um, allow God's word yes. to instruct us yeah. and not allow our perceptions or presuppositions right. to instruct the word. It doesn't work in that direction <laughs> so doesn't. well. That's uh, right. It works better if we're hearing from God who gave us this diversity and mm. unity mm. or unity and diversity. Yes. He knows how it best works. Yes. Let's look to him. Amen. Yeah. And, Amen. and of course, he, we, find, we find that. Yes. We find how that holds together beautifully. And the principles, yeah. um, we find that in the word of God. And so unity is always desirable. Amen. It That's is. Right. It's That's really, right. truly desirable. Yeah. Yeah. But never at the expense of truth. Yes. Never at the expense of biblical principles. That's right. Yes. And uh, here's my last question, just conscious of the time. You know, time flies, you know. <laughs> I wish we could just keep on going. But um, here's my last question. Why is mission then so important, especially when we are discussing this idea of unity? Especially, you know, we are Seventh-day Adventists. We, we, we believe in the mission. In fact, yes. we believe we have been called for such a time as this mm. with the message. So why is that then so important, especially when we're talking about this idea of unity? Yes, well, you know, this is the reason that Christ came, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So the one that we, we build our lives around, that we build unity upon, that that, right. um, that helps us to be whom we whom we are, yes. you know, because after all, um, he is the way, the truth, and the life. Mm. That's a very exclusive claim, right there. Oh, it is. You yes. know, so that that's a foundation upon which to build. That's right. Um, and and uh, it is through him that we come to the Father. And so, because yes. that's true. Um, we also ought to think about well, what purpose is there to this unity? Mm. What, what? Because of course, where there's where we are living by the purposes of that unity, there's going to be even deeper, greater, stronger harmony in that unity. That's so right. the purpose that he came for was to seek and to save the lost. Amen. You know, to to um, uh, to give his life as a ransom for many. That's right. And when he started out, he had. Twelve disciples. Now you couldn't get a more diverse bunch than that, could you? Yes. Because oh, no. you you had fishermen, you had a tax collector, you had a zealot. Some might call him a terrorist. Others might call him a freedom fighter. You know, you had a thief in Judas Iscariot. <laughs> there, you had all these different guys. You had Thomas, who was a doubter. That's right. Um, you had uh, Nathaniel, who was you know very much you know, a man of faith. <laughs> um, and so you had all these different people. Yes. Uh, very diverse, but their unity was built upon. Uh, upon Christ. Amen. And, Amen. and Jesus said, um, if you love me, and this mm. is really the love of Christ for us and our love in return for him. Yes. If you love me, keep my commandments. My commandments. John fourteen fifteen, isn't it? It yeah, is, yeah. yeah. And, and, and furthermore, later on in the same chapter, he talks yes. about, you know, if you love me, 
It's not only keep my commandments, but also people will know that you love me as you love one another. another. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. So that unity we enjoy needs to be based upon um, the fruits of that that loving spirit of Christ. That's right. And so we need to be humble. We need to be patient with each other. Um, That's right. But but we also are called not just to hang about, Mm, um, but to have a purpose, a unified purpose together. That's right. Uh, And uh, that purpose, of course, is to take this good news to the world. To the world. Yes. Right. And when you come to the book of Revelation, yes. you find that uh, in the last days, uh, and, and we believe that we are living towards the ends of time. Yes. Yeah, we're closer now to the end than what we were oh, yes. in the time of Christ by a long ways. That's so right. uh, we find there a remnant. Yeah. A remnant that's very diverse, that's and right. yet it's unified by mission. That's right. And so this remnant is from every tribe, nation, language, and people. Amen. And we find that mentioned numerous times in the book of Revelation. That's right. But what we also find of that remnant is that they are, what characterizes them and their unity and the principles of their unity are these. Hmm. You know, that they, they are a patient people, you know, awaiting the coming of the Lord. That's right. Um, and, and also that they are a people that keep the commandments of God. And have the faith or the testimony of Jesus. Amen. And so, how how Revelation puts it, the Apostle John would put it is, um, here is the patience of the saints. Here are they that keep the commandments of God and have the testimony or have the faith of Jesus. Mm. Uh, now, if you want to know what true unity looks like, yes. it's, it, that's what that's it in action right there. <clears throat> a people that are on the move that are seeking to take this message of hope to the world. That's right. But who are also, as they're doing that, remaining consistent in their unity by uh, being a people who keep God's commandments, who love him who first loved us, who love one another, um, who patiently go about this mission, but who are also a people that um, hold to the testimony of the Lord Jesus and and keep his all his commandments. That's right. Yeah. So, yeah. so live living by his will, his law, and his best instruction for our life today. So you know, that doesn't Amen. just happen in a vacuum. <laughs> you know, unity in diversity happens when it's based upon these key principles as Amen. Jesus has, has announced them. That's right. So, dear friends, thank you for tuning in. In fact, you know, Jesus has said in John 4, 27, that uh, um, I'm leaving you with this gift, peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give isn't like the peace the world gives. So don't be troubled or afraid. In these days, in these difficult and challenging times, I think we need an anchor, and that anchor is Jesus Christ. Let me ask Pastor Hugh to close with prayer. And, uh, and um, yeah, and thank you for tuning in once again. Our Father God, we want to thank you so much for <clears throat> the unity that we enjoy in Jesus. Yes. We thank you, Lord, that uh, before, uh, even though before we, we had, we were from different walks of life, we saw things very differently, uh, Lord, we, uh, and, and even now, we, we, we have different levels of appreciation of, of, mm. uh, of life in, uh, of life in this world. And yet, we want to thank you that we can have unity in Christ. Amen. Uh, that he has united us, uh, in his love. He's united us as one people, uh, diverse as though, though we be. And in fact, that only adds to our effectiveness as well as we are united in mission. Mm. So thank you, Father, for, uh, for providing us with unity in diversity, but a unity that lasts. Uh, that is not just here one moment, gone the next, based upon how we feel, mm. but upon the rock-solid commitments that you have made to us through the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, we love you. We can't wait to see you when you come. And we pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. This program has been made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio. Change my heart, oh God. 